Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Education podcast, the official podcast for the Charlevoix-Emmett Intermediate School District, featuring voices in education. Today, I'm talking with Savannah Cool, director of the Great Star Collaborative and Family Coalition, serving young children and families throughout Charlevoix, Emmett, and northern Antrim counties. Savannah, uh, thank you for having this conversation with me today. Thank you, Mike. It's nice to be here with you. So first, I'd like to ask if you could tell our listeners a little bit about the Great Star Collaborative. I would love to, Mike. Uh, The Great Star Collaborative serves as our early childhood system building body for our community. So together we work to advance four shared outcomes that are prescribed by the Michigan Department of Education Office of Great Start. And those four outcomes are children are born healthy, children are healthy, thriving, and developmentally on track from birth to third grade. Children are prepared to succeed in fourth grade and beyond by reading proficiently at the end of third grade. And children are developmentally ready to succeed in school at the time of school entry. So we bring together parents, caregivers, community leaders, and organizations that are invested in our early childhood system. Together, we work to really explore the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats that exist in our local system um, and kind of prevent or help children to reach those desired outcomes. To ensure that we're being responsive to the current needs of children and families in our community, our Great Start Family Coalition provides a parent and caregiver perspective based on lived experience of raising young children in our local community. So you mentioned the early childhood system. Can you sort of talk through what that involves? Who's involved in that in our region? Yeah, so when we look at an early childhood system, we really look at all the people that are touching early childhood, which is birth to eight. So we have school systems, we have um, community organizations, we have child care providers, the medical system interacts with our early childhood system. We think about um, systems change work on a broad scale, everything Mm -hmm. from housing and transportation to education and everything in between. And you also talked about the four outcomes. So speaking to those four outcomes, what are some of the ways that the collaborative has positively impacted children and families and communities in the region? Yeah, our collaborative is quite well known for a couple projects. One of those is our Free Cycle Book Project. Um, Through that project, we collect gently used children's books throughout our community, and we distribute them at approximately 70 different locations. Uh, The project supports children and families in building home libraries and developing a love of reading early on. We've also championed our um, Talking is Teaching campaign, which encourages parents and caregivers of children birth to five to talk, read, and sing with their children every day in simple moments. So um, parents can really be a key player in boosting their children's early brain development and language skills. And if you're out in the community and you've stopped by one of the Louis Fresh Markets, (laughs) you might have seen some of our community installations where you can go on an adventure with Andy the Apple, Or if you've gone to some of the Little Traverse Conservancies and you have little ones in your life, you might have seen some of the children's signs along the trail that really encourage parents and families to stop and engage with the environment around them. So in these ways, we aim to provide positive and healthy experiences for families to engage with each other and build healthy relationships with each other in their community. That seems so helpful in terms of making sure that all children have a great experience. In fact, someone just today mentioned Someone else told me that they had read research saying that like the, the ideal number of books a, a home should have that has a child is 70 books. And I don't know of any homes that, that I ever know of that had that many. So uh, this is a great, a great start at hitting that. Yes. 
So coordinating this work, uh, everything you talked about, and, and uh, working with a variety of stakeholders and programs must take a lot of time and planning. So can you describe how you plan uh, for all these great things to happen? Sure, it's really a collaborative effort. Uh, last year, we embarked on a journey to update our strategic plan. We spent about nine months exploring data wow. from surveys, uh, community reports. We did some focus groups and we did gallery walks. And together, we worked diligently to gather feedback from our collaborative members and partners, as well as from parents and caregivers raising young children in our community. We took a moment to complete an early childhood system scan, and then we began tying all the pieces together, um, which really helped us develop a plan that will guide our work through 2026. As has been the case for many years, our work will continue to be rooted in the Strengthening Families Protective Factor framework as we strive to coordinate a system of community resources and supports to strengthen families and improve child outcomes. One thing that some people don't know is that our collaborative operates year-round with our members and partners serving on work groups, which aim to move our work in each outcome area forward. Um, so with the feedback of our work group members and our family coalition, we're able to stay responsive and nimble to the needs as they arise while keeping our overall strategy at the forefront. As is true with systems work, <laughs> things are always changing. Right. So you mentioned Strengthening Families Protective Factor Framework. Can you dive into that a little bit and tell us what that is? Yeah, so the Strengthening Families Protective Factors Framework is a national research-based initiative that aims to develop and enhance five specific characteristics, which we call protective factors. And these protective factors help keep families strong and promote the optimal development of children. Uh, protective factors are attributes in individuals and families that when they're present, they can alleviate or eliminate risks in families and increase their health and well-being. Protective factors often aid parents in finding community resources, positive supports, and coping strategies. Sometimes families are identified and categorized in terms of risk factors, yet research really shows that risk factors don't dictate positive or negative outcomes. Protective factors do. So as a collaborative, we know the challenges of parenting young children, and we work diligently to ensure every child this family is nurtured and supported so that they can thrive. So as you talk about the protective factors and you talked about their attributes, what are those? Yeah, so it starts with simple things like having opportunities to build social connections, okay. having access to tools and resources about parenting knowledge and child development. And then if you hit a hard spot and you need some help, having access to those concrete supports. So perhaps that's a food pantry um, or help with a utility bill. And then finally, engaging in activities and experiences that allow parents and children to together build healthy social and emotional skills um, early in life and then throughout the rest of their life. So everything we do with our collaborative is built with this framework in mind in building up opportunities for these skills to be learned and grow. Seems like those would be attributes that we would all uh, strive for. Yes. <laughs> so before filling this role, you spent time as an AmeriCorps member uh, program coordinator for the United Way, and you worked for the Department of Health and Human Services. So what were the highlights of some of those experiences, and how have those fueled your passion for your current work? Yeah, it's been quite a journey. Uh, with each position, I really loved the opportunity to learn a new role, explore new systems, and get to know the different people within each organization and structure. I often find myself making links to other organizations and building connection points that break down barriers to improve access and resources for families. Oftentimes when I think of those problems, my mind always goes to the solution being people that are behind <laughs> right. the scenes. 
I simply love the opportunity to weave a web of support in our community and connecting various organizations, systems, and people in new ways to support children and families so that they can reach their full potential really sets my soul on fire. Uh, with the collaborative, I feel like I've hit my sweet spot, tying together my work and experience in education, nonprofit, and governmental service to forge new paths and connections that bust down those barriers that exist so that families and children can really benefit and our local system can thrive. Wow. That sounds very purposeful, and I can see why you'd be passionate about that. Could you, maybe in one sentence, could you uh, describe what drives you to do the work that you do every day? Yeah, that's tough, but I would say it's the opportunity to make a difference in someone's story. So um, for a parent, child, and family to know that they have someone they can lean on and they don't have to go it alone. Excellent. So is there anything else you'd like to add? You know, at the Great Store Collaborative, we have an unofficial motto, Mike, and it's come on in. So if there's someone out there that's listening, who's looking for an opportunity to get involved in the community and make a difference, maybe you're looking to meet some new people and have some fun, we definitely have a space for you, so reach out. <laughs> Excellent. So I've been talking with Savannah Cool, director of the Great Store Collaborative, learning about ways she and her team are supporting children, families, and communities in Northern Michigan. Savannah, thank you for this conversation and for everything that you're doing to support youth in our region. Thank you, Mike. We truly are stronger together. Thank you for listening to the Leaders in Education podcast. Please check out our archive for past episodes. And remember, the great thing about learning is that you never have to stop.